You're listening to the NASM CPT Podcast with Rick Ritchie, winner of the Share Care Emmy Award for Social Storytelling and the official podcast of the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the NASM CPT Podcast. My name is Rick Ritchie, and today we're going to start a series about the NASM OPT model. And so this is going to be the beginning of that where we're going to just do an overview of the OPT model, what the OPT model is, kind of where it came from, a little background about it, and some stuff about it. Now, the last time I did this was the first episode I think we've ever done on the NASM CPT podcast, which was a long, long time ago. I can still stop it. Uh, all I know is that it's been a while since we've done an overview of the OPT model. So let's do an overview of it. And I want to I want to give a little background about the OPT model because it is a combination from the worlds of physical therapy and the worlds of strength and conditioning where physical therapists that were working with athletes were like, I don't really like how the strength and conditioning folks are doing stuff and they're not paying attention to what they need when it comes to their orthopedic needs. And the strength and conditioning stuff didn't like that the physical therapist we're doing banded anterior posterior tibialis work, but we really need to let me go so I can focus on strength training. And so what this model did was uh, kind of taken from both worlds and saying, can we put these things together where we're not doing physical therapy? We're not treating people. And yes, strength and conditioning is a part of this, but this model is designed to be an integrated model that allows a better understanding of all the components that need to be put together in order to get better at movement. The OPT model is really was initially designed for professional athletes and the optimum performance training model, OPT model. And it was used with professional basketball players and Olympians and, and, and is still used Today, in fact, many, many of the strength and conditioning coaches and the athletic trainers and physical therapists that work at the, the major league sports have a certification through NASM, whether it's the PES, the CES, or the CPT, they, they are certified with NASM. And we just want to do an overview of this to get a better understanding of this model. Now, the optimum performance training model is an integrated training model of periodization, which means it uses all forms of exercise. That includes um, a model that 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 helps with health and wellness and athletic performance. What does it integrate? Flexibility, cardio, core, balance, plyometrics, speed, agility, quickness, SAQ and resistance training. It uses these things, what we refer to as the components of a workout, and integrates them in a system to help progress people. So a system of progression. What is the system of progression? Well, you got to start with the foundations. You got to start with the basics, and you must build, build that from there, just like you would with a house. You have to have a strong, stable foundation. It has to be a firm foundation. Then you can build on top of it. And we look at this and we say, well, what are some of the basics? All right. Well, the basics would be uh, 
aerobic and muscular endurance, joint mobility and stability, core stability, our goal in this system of progression. Remember, so everything is about a when we train, we want to we want to progress. And I think a lot of people want to progress, but they don't have a system to follow. And if there's no system to follow, then it becomes chaotic and it is random. And when you have chaos and you have random, doesn't mean you won't get a progression. You can get a progression, but it is very hard to repeat that with your next client because there's no system. It's just scattershot. It is an attempt to work with individuals to create a progression without following a system and a system systems are everything systems are everything i don't care what you do if you don't have a system to it then it's random and it is not repeatable so the the opt model allows you to have a repeatable system of progression as you work with your clients and those clients can be you know people that are looking for just general strength, people who are looking to just be healthier overall, um, better at life. And then, of course, for our athletic performances, we look at that as well. So we follow the system of progression. Why? So it can decrease risk of injury and overtraining. It can increase client adherence to the program. It is repeatable from client to client because you are following a system of progression. It tracks success. It allows you, if you're tracking success, you got to track setbacks as well. And it allows this consistent exercise programming to do, and we keep saying progression, but the, the phrase, this exercise science term is progressive overload. And so the system of progression is allows us to use that progressive overload, but to use it at a particular time in a particular space over a span of time. This is a model of periodization. However, it is not dogma. And I think that that because we have a system, then some people look at the model and they go, oh, you're supposed to do this and I don't like doing that and I don't like doing this. Listen, if you need to opt out of lifting heavy because you have clients with knee pain, cool, opt out of it. If you don't want to do box jumps because it's not ideal for your clients, then you can modify it within the model. You can modify these things. Initially, early on, when we were doing a lot of workshops and we would, I mean, we would, have this huge crate delivered with bands and um, elastic things, stability balls, and that would just allow us to show exercises. And so I think for a long time, NASM became the, the people who stood on one leg and did band exercises. And I don't think that is so much of the category that people consider as now, but the problem is is that when you do workshops and all you have are bands and single leg exercises to show this is what we're doing with stability, we spend a lot of time in stability training because everybody already started at strength. People already started at strength training. Some people would like to do strength and jump right into to heavy lifting. And for us, our goal was to convince you that doing things for stability was important before you moved into strength. And that's that systematic progression that we're looking at. 
And so the OPT model has three levels to it. It's got stabilization as level one, level two is strength training, and level three is power training. And so we want to repeat those systems and follow those systems with people, stabilization, strength, and power. Well, not everybody needs to do power. All right, cool. Let's let's move that. We've got different phases within those model uh, within those levels of the OPT model. So let's just look at that. There are three levels: stabilization, strength, and power. There there are five phases. I held up three fingers on YouTube. I just haven't moved on with my fingers, but with my voice, I have. So three levels, five phases. Phase number one. Phase one is stabilization, endurance, stabilization, endurance. And that phase falls under the stabilization training, stabilization endurance. It's got two major goals. We want to improve your movement patterns and enhance your stabilization. The thing I like about the NASM OPT model is that all the phases are named after the goals that you're trying to get from this type of exercise. Stabilization endurance, two major goals, increase stabilization and increase endurance. Cool. But what else does it do? Lip focuses on muscle imbalances, increases joint range of motion and flexibility, prevents tissue overload, and improves your cardio conditioning. That's really the, the main foci. Mm. It's a strange conjugation. And I don't think I like it. Focuses uh, for that first phase, which is in the first level of the NASM OPT model. Level two in the OPT model, strength, has three phases. So phase two, three, and four are in the strength level. Phase two is strength endurance. Guess what your goals are? It is to build strength and endurance. So the ultimate goals are to enhance stabilization while you're increasing your prime mover strength. It is going to be a superset, a superset of two biomechanically similar exercises, a traditional strength training exercise supersetted with a stability-focused exercise. Now, you just did stability training, so you did all those stability training exercises. Now we're moving on into strength training, but we're going to add stability to it. So an example of this superset would be a bench press supersetted with push-ups. It would be a barbell squat supersetted with a single leg squat. So it is a, a traditional strength training exercise supersetted with a more endurance stability type exercise. So that's phase, uh, phase two. Phase three is muscular development training. Used to be called hypertrophy training. Same thing. The goal is the maximal muscle growth. I'm trying to get stronger and bigger. I'm stimulating muscle growth again, formerly called hypertrophy because hypertrophy, the name itself means growth of skeletal muscle. So this is um, based on the abilities clients, uh, the ability of the clients, it's variable. So when we talk about doing maximal strength training or muscular development training, it all depends on your clients. Now, hypertrophy training may not be ideal for everyone, but it tends to be where historically most people start. Like I did, I started, this was this is three sets of 10 when it comes to resistance training. Now there's still flexibility, cardio core balance, reactive SAQ, and then resistance is just one component, but it's the primary component as we look at it. And for me, this resistance training 
it's not ideal for everybody um, because you might have endurance athletes that don't want to necessarily put on a lot of muscle. You might have people that are working out in certain weight classes, whether it's boxing or wrestling or something like that, where you know, building it on and putting on muscle is not the ultimate goal. You still get some people who are just like, I don't want to get too big. Um, and that is reasonable. Some, you may not want to get too big. It's not like it's easy to do, but the goal of this type of training is. Now, this is that three sets of 10. And, uh, you know, we'll go into more depth on this in resistance training. But when I first started lifting, it was three sets of 10. Everything was three sets of 10. We did three sets of 10. I remember working out with my buddy, uh, Brock, and in college, and he said, hey, Rick, today we're going to switch it up. I said, what? What are we going to switch it up to? We've been working out the same way. Every time he goes, we're going to do four sets of 10. I was like, what? Are you out of your mind? I might get too big. Yeah. That's a... That's not the quite the variety that we're looking for, but that's what we did. And then so we were stuck there for a very, very long time because that's what we were told to do. That's what we knew to do, three sets of 10. Uh, that is that phase, but there are more variables to that phase, muscular development training. Phase number three, which is still in the strength level of the OPT model, phase number three, muscular development. Phase number four, maximal strength training. The goal here, maximal prime mover strength by lifting heavy. You got to pick up heavy things. One to five repetitions is that heavy phase, that maximal strength training. And I will say, you probably don't want to jump into max strength training unless you've done stabilization training, unless you've done higher, slower repetitions where you focused on form and not just your muscles getting stronger, but your tendons and your ligaments and your bones, like you're getting used to things and then progress into the overload. I know you want to get strong right now. You want to be maximally strong right now, but we all want everything right now. I want to lose weight right now. I want to get stronger right now. I want to be faster right now. I want to jump higher right now. Follow the system and reduce the risk of injury and increase the opportunity for performance enhancement. And I will say that you are almost absolutely insured to never hit your goals if you get hurt in the process of trying to hit your goals. Certainly if you hurt a client in the process. So they want to get stronger. So you jump immediately to this. You are not following a progressive system of overload and they tweak their back. They have instability that hasn't been addressed. You go right to the heavy lifting, then they won't lift heavy because they can't lift heavy. And then everybody's got to go back to stage one eventually. And, uh, you know, might as well start there. And then finally, the phase five of the OPT model that's in the third level. It's power training. It goes in the power level. And the goal here is to increase not only your max strength, which is phase four, but it's also to increase your rate of force production. There is a superset again. So anytime you go from one level, like stability goes into strength, that first phase in the strength level is a superset. Well, you go from strength into power phase, the power phase, once you go from one level to the next, it's a superset, but it's a superset of a, uh, a heavier strength exercise 
followed by a biomechanically similar exercise that focuses on speed, rate of force production. So an example of this, and I'll give you a few, uh, bench press. So doing a heavy bench press, one to five repetitions, followed by a lighter medicine ball chest pass, an explosive chest ball, ball, medicine ball chest pass. A lat pull down. So you're doing heavy lat pull downs. Sometimes one to five repetitions would be a um, uh, might even be pull ups for some people. Uh, some people pull ups are endurance based. Some people one to five pull ups. That's their max strength. That's all that they can do. And then follow that with a soccer throw with a medicine ball, an overhead soccer throw. And then we could do a barbell squat and a superset would be a plyometric exercise doing something like a box jump. And the concept is based on something called post-activation potentiation or PAP, and that is stimulating those type 2 muscle fibers with a heavy lift and rapid force production because type 2 muscle fibers are stimulated through those two things, heavy lifting and rapid movement. All right, that is an overview, a simple overview, but an overview of the NASM OPT model. Thank you for listening. Like, subscribe, share with your fitness friends and family, and leave us a review. That's always appreciated. If you want to reach out to me, you can do so. Hit me up on Instagram or threads at dr.rickritchie. You can also email me, rick.ritchie at nasm.org. Y'all keep inspiring people to fitness. Thanks for listening. This has been the NASM CPT Podcast.